0: All right, here the we are. final podcast
1: all right, hey, thanks so much for joining us as we are in our final podcast of growing in Christ through Ephesians. I was just about He's to start do that
2: the whole time.
1: I was about to start this podcast, and Thompson blared into that song, thinking I had started it. I did and I, I heard had the it, click. so I let him sing it for a little while and then hit record. Yes. so that's why he came on right there. so my name is Steve Dern. I'm here with Jeff Steele
0: and and uh, the band that sang the final countdown. Who was that?
1: Europe. Europe. You're here with Europe. Tops. Like Europe. <laughs> How do you, to have a band, like there's a band called Europe. There's a band called Africa. Asia. Asia. Mm. No, there's not a band called Africa. No, that's a song They're by, by Toto. <laughs> Africa by Toto. <laughs> Asia. That's what I was thinking. Africa is yes. a country, right? There is one called America. Kansas. There's a band called America. Um, yeah. Not a country. Is there one called, uh, I don't know. Antarctica or anything we can start it it'd be pretty cool oh <laughs> fantastic <laughs> sorry that was great. That was let's totally get into it. this um, forgive me father for I have sinned so um, we're looking at the book of Ephesians and this is our final um, wrap-up podcast and so we've been trying to figure out what in the world do you talk about when you've gone through an entire book of the Bible uh, well, it needs to be so good. Much.
0: It needs to be good. It's got to be powerful. It's the last one. It's
1: got to be life-changing. And
0: we've already lost all of our listeners. <laughs> and we have,
1: um, yes. <laughs> so uh, for those of you, uh, which is basically us, uh, the three listening of us are very amused by it. Future, um, here's what I was thinking. Why don't we each share maybe one kind of key takeaway, um, challenging point, something we found really inter- interesting in the midst of this whole book of the Bible, of Ephesians, uh, what was a point that really grabbed your attention, challenged you, encouraged you, uh, you know, just was a point that you thought, yeah, I'd like to talk about this a little bit for you, maybe personally, maybe for a, a church family, but um, yeah, share a little bit about this whole book, going through this, what's something that grabbed you?
0: Well, for me, I actually got to speak on this at one of our Sunday gatherings, um, and so it obviously takes on whole new meaning when you feel like God is applying it directly to you. Um but sincerely the end of Ephesians chapter 3 where Paul is on his knees crying out to God on behalf of these people that they would know and experience the love of Christ um and that that would drive everything they do that they would in everything let their roots grow down into this unfathomable unmeasurable love. Uh, and, and then for me, in a very difficult, you know, month or you know, month and a half, to have God showing himself over and over and over again to me, calling me into that love and saying, I love you, I'm here with you. That's just been really powerful and really affirming um, in a difficult time. Even though, again, he hasn't changed any of my circumstances, he's not answering my prayers the way I want him to uh, actually just this Monday uh I was singing a song uh where it says um, what was the what's the bridge of it you never let me down or I what yeah you know what I'm talking about
1: you're oh, never gonna let, you're never never gonna gonna let me, down. me down why do I exactly. sound like Eddie Vedder when it, I try to that I,
0: I don't know it's a Matt good Paul question Mac Powell I think is what yeah, you're going what for nice. but I was crying again I just cry all the time now <laughs> Saying, not, sorry, God, you have let you. me down here. <laughs> like, yeah. my, I would like you to stop this. I'd like you to heal this. I'd like you to take this and change this. And let's move on beyond this. And God's like, you know, I'm not going to do that. I mean, he doesn't say this, obviously, but that's the impression I'm getting. But I'm here. I'm with you and I love you. And that's just been so good for me to know in my heart and to experience. So I, I feel like it's come alive for me in that way.
1: Which is interesting because if you think about it, I mean, what's one of the first things you learn about God, um, hopefully, from the Bible? You know, it's that, or even sing, Jesus loves me, this I know. It's like the love of God seems like such a given, but yet how much do we miss actually experiencing it? And we need a constant uh, refreshment of experiencing that and being awakened to that reality. I think it's easy to let that go.
0: Yeah, exactly. And really, I'm just echoing what, you, Jeff actually you had shared you know a couple of weeks ago for your podcast uh you know through the experiencing god and through the naturally mm-hmm. supernatural you were seeking something and I, I loved it I was just listening to it again recently um you said I had I had sifted it out mm. because of your grid but then you know god kept pressing in and saying no I'm I'm saying that I love you jeff so yeah,
1: yeah. anyways that's good so, right. when I and maybe those who have been listening and participating with us in this i mean i guess one of our hopes and prayers is that you would know that you know that you know thanks to the power of god um how much you are loved um and there's no one who could say well no, that's not me so i mean that is a
2: great point we'd love to see all of us embrace yeah. that yep that's
0: yeah that's
2: good i was thinking about that this morning actually i was walking uh and uh, and that line from that Experiencing God book, you have to be convinced of God's love for you. Like, you have to be convinced of that. And that is not always an easy thing to be convinced of, you know? Like, there's just a lot of other voices or uh, things that are competing for attention are kind of pulling you away from that. And if you if you aren't convinced of that, you need to ask him to convince you. Yeah. You know, like there's, there's not another, like you can study a whole lot. You can like, I could, well, here's three books you should read and then you'll be convinced. Right. Of God's love you. Uh, you can, all these texts in the Bible, like you can read and you can study and you can learn. And ultimately it's God who has to convince you of that. Honestly, it's it's not like a program. It's a it's a relationship kind of thing. And, and that that part in chapter 3 where Paul's like, I just, I just, you can almost hear him like, I wish I could explain it to you. I wish I could give you the words, enough words, so that you would be convinced mm-hmm. how wide and how high and how deep is the love of Christ for you. Like, but I just can't. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. And so the best I can do is... <laughs> <laughs> to keep talking about it yeah. and 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 hope that you can catch and even just that a you little can experience bit experience it yeah
1: well yeah and i think i was just looking at that again in ephesians 3:18 and he says and may you have the power to understand as all God's people should in other words if you're not uh you should be like this is an important thing but that idea of that you may have the power like we don't even have the power to really get our head around that we actually need god to do that for us so yeah. that's a good point like asking him for that yeah it's good mhm
0: well, yeah, how about for you guys? Have you had any big takeaways from the series or a certain passage here in Ephesians? I don't know.
2: What do you think, Jeff? <laughs> uh, I love this point. I love the this part where you get to the end of the book and and you're, you're thinking back on it and you're like, all right, I just read this. like spent like five weeks or however long we've been doing this on this book of the Bible. Now, what was it about again? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure... I think it's called Ephesians. There was some good stuff in there. and (laughs) It's all a blur. It's like, (laughs) it's so much of it. Um, And I'm kind of a big picture guy anyway. Like I have to have the big picture in order to understand anything that that I'm reading. So um, I love... Taking the study and doing little chunks and like really diving into that really deep, but then I also have to have the big. I have to read the big chunks too. Like you got to read the whole book in one sitting. Kind of the or context something. and the flow. Yeah, yeah, and where it's going, and and so if you take Ephesians as a whole, you know, you get the first half, which is really big on unity. Um, it's really big on who you are. Yeah. Um, your identity. This this is what Christ has done for you. This is who you are in Christ. Um. this is who you are as part of this community and then it moves from there into higher uh, challenge kind of stuff like okay so this is you now live like it yeah now quit <laughs> screwing around and no not, not no, it's okay <laughs> no it pretty, that, much extent, pretty
0: much is how paul says it <laughs> that's a nice but, way of saying how he says it yeah. yeah uh
2: so this is you and and now like we're all in this together mm-hmm. and because we're all in this together we can talk about some of these things that we really have to take care of you can't live this way anymore because that's not you and the only way that you even get to say that to somebody is because you're part of that same community and you have that same shared, you know, kind of heritage. It's not a judgment thing. We don't we don't judge each other in that way because we're already, I mean, we're all before Christ. So like you know, you I've got stuff, you've got stuff. We've all got stuff. It's not that anybody's a better or worse. Um, you know, sinner than anybody else. Everybody, you know, falls short. Well, I can think of a couple people. <laughs> if I <laughs> and I'm gonna
1: call gonna, them out right now. We're gonna online. list them. But I'm if you're not online. on this list, you're good.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. So having that kind of community where you can say, and Paul can write to the community and say, listen, these are things that you have to give up because they are hurting you. They are hurting the body. They're killing you, as a matter of fact. And so, if you want to live as, uh you know, children of the light, you want to be followers of Jesus, this is how you do it. And you got to knock this other stuff yep. off.
1: Yep. That's good. That made me sound of that, think of that Montel Jordan song.
2: This is how we do it. That's pretty. That's a pretty good reference.
1: This is how we... Sorry. It's <laughs> probably not needed. Fun's well, let me... Uh, sorry, I'm not as good of a singer as Steve Thompson. Uh, I sing louder, I bet, though. You do. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's true. There's no question. Like ask, Spinal Tap is Engl- England's anyone. loudest band. The
0: dB meter goes nuts when you start <laughs> yeah, singing next yeah, to it. It's good.
1: Well, anyways, um, I think for me, the Ephesians... Uh, the whole point of Jew and Gentile, just how passionate Paul is to help people um, recognize they're unified in Christ together and just how absolutely backwards it is to call yourself brothers and sisters, or, or maybe not to call yourself brothers and sisters, but to say I follow Jesus and yet live a divided life from your brothers and sisters. That that just is not, it doesn't compute in being in Christ. And one of the ways you see being in Christ is there is that sense of unity there is that oneness in the midst of the diversity in the midst of the uniqueness and uh, i was just really again challenged um by that and um and i think it's that idea again and i and I, i've talked about this a couple times now but the idea that jesus is greater than any other difference we have and uh you know we've come back to that a couple different times but i do i really do feel like in our society more than ever it feels divided and maybe it's just because there's social media that uh, accentuates that and and we hear people who think just like us and the voices are getting louder the voices are getting more judgmental the voices are getting more condemning and uh to other christians <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh brothers and sisters that should not be right um and so i feel like you know hearing paul in, in ephesians 2 talk about together we're built together and you know we're citizens together we're we're family together um, carefully joined together. And then at the end he talks about, you know, slaves and masters and husbands and wives and kids and parents, just that idea that you relate to each other through Jesus first and foremost. And so that person on your street who puts up that different political sign than you like (laughs) and you want to tear it down or whatever, or that person who posts something differently on Facebook or that person who talks a different way, um, around the uh, neighborhood uh, barbecue or whatever. If you don't have a neighbor barbecue, you should be. But anyway, um in all the, or the, at home or or with your family, you hear someone talking to relate to one another as followers of Jesus through Jesus um rather than around him. And Jesus is just this part of my life. No, no, he he you 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 relate to people through him and you have more in common with someone uh, or on the other side of the world who loves Jesus than you do. With someone who uh, you think is a lot like you, but doesn't, you know, have that relationship. So just that that oneness and unity and relationship through Christ, and that should change, I think, how I I approach people. And that's a challenge um, because I can get, you know, we can all maybe get annoyed with different people who think differently about stuff. So it's been a good challenge for me. Yeah, yeah. Especially for me, I feel like Tom's. I've been able to love you more as a result of that. I've had I've had my doubts. Yep. I've had my Concerns. I felt that. Yeah, and yeah. It really, it's it's been the beard over the years. Right. Um, well, and you I didn't don't want to bring this up, but now's the time.
0: You've gotten past it.
1: Well, I don't yeah. know about getting past it. <laughs> Your beard. Um, blind I'm praying now. about it. No, I'm just joking.
0: I can feel that when I hug you now, you don't pull back and recoil yeah. near as much.
1: Yeah, T- Steve. Tom's here is a hugger, and I am not necessarily known
2: known as a hugger. The um, Steve and Steve bromance in the office <laughs> is really
1: Bro- uncomfortable oh, for all the rest yeah, of us. Yeah, right. Wow. Thanks. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, but I love you through Christ in Christ. Oh, so, I can't. Another yeah. thing I can yeah, throw out please. if you want. That'd be great. We desperately need something.
0: We need content. There's a. Uh, there's just one other thing that I had thought of that's been impacting for me and, and for my family. Just, uh, we, we do family devotions, uh, in the morning cause I make our family do it and they all resent me for it. But <laughs> I, it's something that for me, I've been, has, I feel has been really helpful and healthy for our family. And so I was like, Hey, we've got these podcasts. So we're like several weeks behind as a family. um, but it's been so cool to have that common thing to talk about and to process together. Um, and just like earlier this week, I had to miss a morning because I had an early morning meeting. And so I was just like, you know, texting the kids, hey, make sure you play, you know, day 11 podcast or whatever. And uh, and so I didn't know if they had or not, but I went back and picked up our youngest kids from for school. And then uh, my youngest is like, so, Dad, did you really get kind of picked on in school? And I'm like, wait, what? Oh, he listened to that podcast this morning. And so we got a chance to talk about that. That's and cool. uh, so it's just opened up some really cool conversations for us as a family. And and two, I love that uh, these, these are a bit timeless um, so that we can go back and listen to them and get m- even more or something different out of it. So just the whole thing, I feel like, has been so rich. So cool to get so many different watermark voices. Yeah. And I feel like that alone has been kind of a little bit of a Ephesians example. We're living this out even in how we're doing it and reading right. it and studying it together. So that's been fun for me.
1: Right. right. That's huge.
2: Jeff, any other things you want to talk about? Um, yeah, just the whole the whole relational aspect of of the whole thing listening to and learning from, like you were saying, each other. I I love the way that it puts, um, it puts everybody in this place of being able to share. And we don't always have that in our relationships. Like sometimes there's, you're, you're in relationships where you're more the giver, you know, or you're yeah. more the taker. And, um, and even just in, in the structure of the podcast, having a lot of people sharing. And like, and, and some people are like natural born teacher type people. And they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, I got a lot to share, you know, just give right, me the right. opportunity. And some people feel like, I don't know that I have all that much to share. But, but, I'll, but I'll try. I'll take the risk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I feel like we're always like the whole community is always blessed when, especially when somebody who says, I don't know if I have that much to offer when they offer what they have. Absolutely.
1: And that's huge. I think in any uh, church or any kind of uh, context, when someone's willing to take a risk and step out, how much of a growth opportunity is for them? But I think for the whole community, I just think about um, how as a church family, we want to be the kind of church family that people can step out and try stuff and risk and maybe... um, Maybe even fail at it. Maybe even fail at it, like struggle, like uh, it not go the way it's planned. Right. But we're going to be the kind of faith family that says, you know what, we're in Christ together. We're on a journey together. We're developing each other. We're we're spiritually growing together. And we're going to help each other discover where we all fit together mm-hmm. to be all that God wants to be. And it's okay to fail. Yeah. It's okay to, to blow it. It's yep. okay to to not do good. And I think in today's world and in the church world, even it's creeped into this significantly. The idea that everything has to be at a particular level to attract people, um, because you've become a vendor of religious goods and services, um, and you better do it better than the place down the street or across the city. Um, there's a lot of pressure essentially then for the pastor or the leaders or the professionals to do it all. And, uh, and that drives me bonkers. Um, that I would even feel that sometimes because this, the Scripture is so clear that it's a it's a we thing, and, not, and it's for everybody. We all get to play. So I have loved um, having all these different water markers be a part of this. It's been fantastic. And I hope and, and pray that that's just a seed that's planted that that more and more people engage in a variety of different ways. So it's been good.
0: Yeah. I mean, on that, I just encourage you to go to wm.church and check out that uh spiritual gifts assessment too based on Ephesians 4:17 uh, the the five fold survey um if you haven't done that yet yeah. you should go check it out it's just one piece in maybe how god has knit you together
1: and i think the the if that link isn't up if you're listening to this at a later date i think it's fivefoldsurvey.com so go to fivefoldsurvey.com and That can be a helpful tool in the midst of that. So
0: yeah, you're always thinking down the road, future. I'm thinking down
1: the road. I'm thinking like ten years from now. That's why you're apostle, man. Yeah, come on. (laughs) So, um, all right. Any final words for everybody? You want? Do you need to thank anybody?
0: Yeah. Yeah, Well, I want to thank all of you who offered me tacos after I mentioned that I like tacos. (laughs) Thank you. That was, that's been wonderful. Did I, did I mention that I like $50 bills? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I couldn't remember. I do like Cadbury eggs. I think I said that one time in a message on a Sunday, like talk about my addiction of Cadbury eggs. And, yeah. And uh, Jeff Swiftney, who's a part of our faith family, uh, I, usually right around Easter time, I find a uh, Cadbury egg on the- uh, On your stand. On the little stand, <laughs> the music stand. I'm like, thanks. So that's I'm, fantastic. Yeah, that's great. Any other final thoughts, Jeff?
2: I want to cut you off. No, no, not at all. I just, um, I'm just super appreciative to everybody who gave it a shot. Yeah. You know, and and shared what they have, and uh, I, I personally was blessed by it, and I and I think everybody else was too. Yeah.
1: That's good. I want to thank Brad Zimmerman for putting this all together. Brad is the technical wizard behind the scenes. Slow clap. And
0: there we go. Yes. Yeah.
1: Nice. But uh, he he does a lot of work behind the scenes to put this together. So yeah. thanks, Dan. And him. I
2: still screwed it up one day yeah <laughs> one <week>. time yeah
1: <laughs> it, if there was there was a morning where it didn't come up because Jeff uh one posted the wrong one thing.
2: person this whole time screwed it up yep. yeah it Put, was me in all honesty you uploaded last year's I did. date I did yeah. but, which was on Exodus
0: it was an honest mistake <laughs> it was honest mistake but, yes
1: I still and I gotta say hi to my Aunt Debbie she listens so hey Aunt Deb um all right so why don't we close out um, by reading Ephesians 3, uh, starting in verse 20. Mm. So we'll, we'll close with this. And then, um, Tom, I'll let you preach, uh, not preach, <laughs> pray. If you want to preach, you can, but I'll Spirit turn off me. the mic first. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ephesians 3, verse 20 <laughs> says, Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever
0: and ever. Amen. God, we want that. So please bring it all glory to you throughout the way we live life together uh, as a Watermark Faith family, as the Big sea Church, you know, along the lake shore and globally. Uh, Jesus, be glorified in our lives. And we give all of these things to you. Amen.
1: Amen. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Have an awesome day, and we'll be seeing you.